r slash ask reddit what was a house rule you had as a kid that you thought was completely normal until you grew up and realized not all households followed my mum used to pay me to be my own babysitter between the ages of 10 14 or so the rule was that as long as i didn't make a mess and i'd put myself to bed by the time she got home then i got 10 dollars in the morning this is hilarious and I love it. Meanwhile, my parents slave labored me into doing this for my younger sisters, 5 and 8 years younger than me, from age 10 on, saying they paid me in food and rent. Eventually they added my brother, 15 years younger, to the list. My parents did this, only I have two younger brothers, and the rule was that we would all get paid, but only if we got along and didn't burn the place down. It was very effective, even if we fought while they were away, we'd all be on our best behavior by the time they got back, didn't want to miss out on that payday, d. When I was really young I had a night night bell, it was this old clay bell, that hung in the kitchen, and when I had to go to bed I got to ring the bell and everyone would come say goodnight and then I would go to bed, not really a rule, but a weird little ritual in our house. I love that, even better if you are from a large family, just the idea that everyone will take a minute to wish a family member goodnight is so wholesome, I just feel a little bad for the last one to ring the nighttime bell. Well, theoretically the last person already said goodnight to everybody. My family had a thing we called the food blanket, when we'd eat casual meals, we'd lay a blanket on the living room floor and eat on it, like a picnic. My parents didn't want to get any food on the carpet, instead of set the table, my mom would say, go lay out the blanket. I remember being really confused when I learned every family didn't have a food blanket. Maybe it's not a house rule, but when I was 6 my mom told me that if I behaved she would let me skip school on Saturdays and Sundays. One day my teacher said see you Monday and I knew. My boss makes this joke every Friday, you all worked so hard, you can take the next two days off. The employee I roll every Friday must be legendary. So it worked and you behaved. We weren't allowed to watch anything remotely sexual like if people were kissing on screen my mom would freak out and run to cover the TV with a pillow and go blah blah cough cough loudly until it was over. Once I tried to see a PG-13 movie with my friends and my mom cried and my dad called me horrible for making her cry. I was 14. My mother wasn't that extreme, but still told me not to look at it at all. Even now she tells me not to look. I own a house, live with my GF, and I'm almost 30. Wait till she finds out that you and your GF hold hands. Whenever your mom asks about grandkids, act really confused about how that would happen. Suggest anatomically impossible scenarios. So, does it happen if we kiss too hard? Oh, you mean I need rub her belly and then a baby will be inside it? I wasn't allowed to take a shower if I was home alone. I also learned at age 7 that other households closed the bathroom door when using the toilet and keeping it open was weird. I learned that by keeping the door open at a friend's house. A friend walked by the bathroom, saw me, told their mom, their mom called my mom, and all of a sudden the new house rule was we close the bathroom door when using the toilet. I can't take a shower if I'm home alone either. My dad apparently busted his head open slipping in the shower when he was living alone in college. He had to get up and drive himself to the emergency room. Now he won't let us shower if we're alone, because he is paranoid the same will happen to us. We weren't allowed to get into the fridge or the cabinets without asking permission. My family was very poor and we had a limited food budget, 
So eating something without permission very possibly meant eating one ingredient of a meal my stepmother was planning on cooking within the next few days. I went to friends houses and they just ate whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. Hey, at least one that isn't crazy and actually makes sense. The reasoning is definitely very sound. I live in a two person house sort, almost always have. Just me and my mom, so it's been pretty easy to communicate what's okay to eat and what isn't. In that case you don't need to ask permission because there's clearly designated okay food. It's definitely weird to me to go to a friend's house, however, and they say I can grab whatever I want to eat. Like no there are definitely rules here and I need you to lay them out for me because your idea of what a normal person would grab and what I'm likely to grab are often two very different things. We weren't allowed to walk in our dining room unless we were using the room for a special occasion. The carpet always had that just vacuumed look so it was a dead giveaway if anyone walked across it. My mom had a second living room that nobody was allowed to walk into no matter what. Many moms had that room in the 50s and 60s. Plastic cover on the lampshade. Ah yes, the good room. Place for only very special occasions. That is, never. Because when you have visitors over there are too many people which increases the chance of spillage. The no touch room. Yeah no, with the piano that none of us know how to play. I had to sleep in an unfinished, unheated basement. But my mom's living room was off limits. You're a wizard, Harry. No curfew as long as I told my mom where I would be. I was always honest BCS I loved being 16 with no curfew. My mom was the same way. I was never scared to be honest with her either. The only rules I had were don't drive drunk and nothing stronger than weed. Parents don't realize that being strict actually encourages reckless behavior and lashing out. I had the same routine with my parents. Long as I was honest and safe. They didn't lean on me. My dad even bought me a pack of condoms before my first prom. Awkwardness conversation but in all seriousness. I'm genuinely glad he cared enough about me to say I'd just rather you had them with you. That's all. Naturally those bad boys expired Luong before they could be used. But it's the thought that counts. If we ever snuck out of a friend's house we would literally phone home and say we are sneaking out to go to a concert. Yes, most of my friends did everything in secret and it was honestly so worrying to me that I didn't hang out with them much. My mom always said I could do pretty much whatever I wanted as long I didn't spend the night on the streets and told her where I was so seeing my friends saying they were going to someone's house and then go somewhere else was so foreign. Any of the kids, 7 of us, can play with any toy that is left out. The owner of the toy can't take it back until whoever's playing with it is done. If the toy is put away in the owner's room, permission must be asked. That's a good rule. Agreed. Smart way to make sure your kids pick up after themselves. You couldn't find something, and you asked someone for help, sibling or parent, and they found it for you. They got to punch you in the arm. Oh yes, we had that one. Me. Mooum. Where's the whatever? Mum. If I find it first, I get to smack you. Me. Never mind. When I got in trouble I was put on reading restriction as a punishment. I loved to read as a kid, still do, so it was an effective punishment at the time. Same omg, my parents would ground me from my ds that I loved but it was actually just a trick so that when I was grounded it didn't really matter. Then they figured it out, and instead of grounding me from my ds, 
they grounded me from reading. And that was when I first started liking video games. It was funny because they never did both. Probably because they still needed one as an option to keep you occupied quiet. Wasn't in my home but my aunt and uncle never let us use the upstairs washroom when we were kids because they thought we'd touch the walls with our dirty hands so they made us piss in a jar they kept under the kitchen sink and just poured it down. The drain when we were done. Never thought it was strange until I brought it up to my cousin a few years ago. We laughed pretty hard about it. Drug free urine is hard to come by. Gotta get creative sometimes. This makes too much sense to be wrong. Wait, they would rather have a jar of piss in their kitchen sink than kids touching their walls? You win. Not being allowed to leave the table until your meal was finished. I remember eating at a friend's house and looking really uncomfortable trying to finish a food I didn't like. Only to be told, you don't have to finish it if you don't want it. Mind blowing. Bare skin was not allowed to touch the leather sofa. No shorts. Bare feet. Tank tops. Etc. Also we had to peel mushrooms. It took forever and was completely stupid. I did not even know mushroom peeling was a thing. Just watched a YouTube video to confirm. My mind is blown. OMG so I totally thought it was what everyone did. Like peeling skin off an onion. Then I went to stay with my aunt for a few weeks. My dad's sister. And she asked me to help chop up some vegetables. She looked over to see what was taking me so long. And was horrified that I was peeling the mushrooms. That's when I learned that nearly nobody does it. Later on my dad insisted that his mom always did it. And my aunt called him out on that bullshit. So that was nice. They still peel mushrooms but now nobody will help them. I can't get over the fact that mushroom peeling is a thing people do. What a world we live in. It's a French thing. As someone who went to culinary school and spent 9 years as a chef. Anytime you come across a cooking technique that seems like a giant waste of time and product, it's probably old school French. I actually had to cut peel mushroom caps in a decorative manner in school. Literally the only time I've seen anyone do that. Oh, and to eat potatoes. Why have a whole potato when you can cut half of it off so it looks like a seven-sided barrel? I respect the French tradition and its immensely influential place in culinary history, but a lot of it is kind of superfluous and silly at this point. When I was sick I couldn't be in my bed because it would make it dirty. My mom put a towel in a corner on the hardwood floor and I had to stay there until she deared me better enough to use my bed. WTF. My parents used a laissez-faire parenting style. No censorship whatsoever. I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show with my brother when I was 7. Pretty awkward when I brought the VHS with me to a sleepover at a friend's house. The parents were mortified. My parents were like this as well. I saw airplane much younger than I should have. Their reasoning was that any inappropriate jokes would go over my head anyway. My sister and I used to watch Spaceballs a lot between the ages of 7 and 11 because it was one of the few tapes we had. Then there was a bit of a break and I watched it again at 17. And was astounded at all that I hadn't followed before. My dad made a rule that I had to kill 7 flies a day during my summer break. How did you give him evidence? His dad could see the weight of his actions in his eyes. Imagine the scene. I come home through the door. A shame filled tremble. Barely noticeable. Father looks up from his work. Which is manual and manly. Our eyes lock. He knows. This is not a seven fly stare. The seconds stretch out. Unspoken words weighing heavily on the atmosphere. A quiet buzzing. 
barely noticeable at the edge of hearing. Without averting my eyes, my hand shoots out sideways, slightly upwards, in a fluid, practiced motion of death. The fly dies in my closing paw. I do not flinch. Warmth fills those cold, glaring eyes. The spell is broken. Welcome home, son. First thing upon coming in the house you have to change into clean pants and wash your hands. Guests were exempt from the pants rule but not hand washing. If you took your shoes off while you were out you had to change your socks as well. As a New Yorker I completely understand this. I do not want the same pants that touched the seats on the subway touching my couch. My wife always would yell at me if I tried to sit on anything in subway pants. In Filipino culture, you change into your pambahe when you get home. Basically just more comfortable clothes, light shirts, shorts, etc. I thought people in TV didn't cause they didn't wanna deal with the wardrobe change. Anyway, personally I don't feel home yet until I'm all changed. Not Filipino, but I do the same thing. Around the house, I am in gym shorts and a t-shirt 99% of the time. Tape half the house off in winter. Winter meant the thermostat was turned to 55. All vents but living room vent get closed. Magnetic sheet put on the vents to prevent leaks. Then all the windows get the plastic sheeting and hair dryer treatment. Sheet hung from ceiling by staircase to prevent living room vent from sending all heat upstairs. Lots of baking done. Of course bathroom and kitchen vents stayed closed year round. Summer meant thermostat set to 80. All vents downstairs get closed and magnetic sheet put on. Curtains would be drawn 24-7. Oven use was kept to a minimum. At that point, why do you have a thermostat and HVAC system instead of a wood stove? If I told my parents I was leaving at a certain time, I had to leave at that time. Let's say I told my parents I would leave a party at 9. I couldn't leave at 8.50, or I'd get yelled grounded. I couldn't leave at 9.10, or I would get yelled grounded. Same thing went for when I was leaving my house to go somewhere. We weren't allowed to eat anything without first asking. Even a glass of water. We were required to ask first. When my boyfriend and I started dating, I would ask his parents if I could eat or drink something if I was hungry or thirsty and it was a hard habit to break when his mom told me I could literally eat or drink anything other than the alcohol. It was so weird to just go into the fridge or pantry without permission. I sometimes have to fight the urge to ask my BF if I can eat our food in our apartment. When I went to my parents house over Christmas, I was reprimanded for getting an apple without asking first. It's just all so weird but it used to be so normal. Whenever I enter my childhood home I instinctively open the fridge even if I don't want anything. I also tend to eat any fruit that is in the bowl and I have no idea why. Our bedtime in high school was 9pm. We weren't allowed to eat any food past 7pm. On the bright side, I heard people who grow up with scheduled bed and meal times tend to be more organized and punctual throughout their lives. Not an absolute rule, but there's a correlation. Interestingly, people who grow up eating family style versus people who are served portions on a plate tend to be better at sharing and regulating their own appetites. The first, because they learn the more food they take, the less someone else has. The latter, because children who are full but served portion food are often forced to finish what they have on their plates. As a result they lose the ability to know when they are full, and instead base it on how much they have on their plate. I had a friend who was in the latter category, and to this day leaves one bite of food on her plate. 
She realized through therapy that it had to do with having control. Her mom used to make her finish every last bite. No television before 5 or after 8. And dinner is at 6. Are you German? Bedtime at noon. No swearing which includes the obvious as well as stupid. Idiot. Shut up and fart. My grandmother thinks that fart is a dirty word. She prefers poopsie. Which is, in my opinion, far dirtier. Poopsie sounds like a shot. No singing at the table. Unless it's a birthday. Still to this day I don't cope well with quiet. But I guess when I was a kid the karaoke party never stopped. It was a good rule. But not necessary for most households. Hey S2. It's because we drove our parents crazy singing Broadway songs or Disney. My parents would check my and my brother's teeth for sugar bugs every night after we brushed our teeth. Before we got in bed. If they thought we were trying to skip brushing our teeth they would tell us they could see the sugar bugs in our teeth and would make us go brush again. My brother and I were so convinced these sugar bugs were real we would constantly ask when we'd be able to see them. My parents always told us only people 13 and older could see them. But by the time we got to be 13 we had completely forgotten about the sugar bugs in our teeth. I love thinking about creative parenting tactics like this. I've even used that one while babysitting a fussy kid who doesn't want to brush their teeth get ready for bed and it helps a lot. Was literally told by my best friend's dad I was only allowed to eat popcorn one kernel at a time. Somebody probably choked once. Pretty easy to inhale a piece of popcorn. Less likely if you're not eating as many at a time as fit in your mouth. We had to have milk after dinner, but before bed, asked my mom when I was older what that was about and she realized we could have just had milk with dinner if we wanted, but she had been raised kosher so it wasn't something she thought about. I remember reading something like that last time there was a thread like this. Person has dinner with their friend's family, and at friend's house they weren't allowed to have a drink with their dinner. They had to finish all their food before they were allowed to drink anything. Wakey wakey time. No noise annoying mum and dad until 7am. This was a really necessary one bc I was a very early riser as a kid and I loved to talk to my parents. The rule was that I could come to their bed and curl up next to them. But I couldn't talk until 7. It was actually really nice. And made sure I got enough rest myself. Tragically. Once I started rowing like 7 years later. Mum and dad had to get up at 4 anyway to get me to the sheds. Sorry guys. My niece is a very early riser. So my sister made the rule. If she sleeps over at grandma's she is not to get up and wake grandma before a certain time. So she would lay in bed. Looking at the digital clock till it was exactly 7am. She couldn't even read the clock properly, but you could ask her every time when did you wake up, and she'd answer exact to the minutes like 547, 547, and when did you get up, 700 she was such a cute bug. I grew up with 6 siblings, in the TV room, there were more people than couch seats, we had a rule that you couldn't steal someone's seat if they got up to go the bathroom, get a drink, etc. My parents instituted it because of all the fights that would happen over seats. We all instantly realized how great a rule it was. No more arguments. But more importantly, your seat was safe for the night. I never thought it was a normal rule as defined by the OP. But it is a great rule that every family should have. No going places on my own. It's not a rule but I get in trouble for going places and I'm never given permission to go anywhere. 
Turns out all my friends can be just about anywhere and I am stuck saying can't man my mom said no. I had to wash the dishes every night, even if I wasn't home for the meal. There were times I'd get home from an away basketball game. I was on the team, after 10pm and the dishes had sat since they finished eating around 6.30pm. My older brother's nightly chore, take out the garbage. He'd be done in 2 minutes. I'd have 30 plus minutes of washing, drying, putting away, and cleaning up the kitchen. Say mug. My parents explanation for why it had to be me was that my brother didn't do it properly. Same with vacuuming. If I got hurt doing a certain activity I wasn't allowed to do that activity again. My mother ended that rule though when I broke my wrist snowboarding when I was 16 and didn't tell her until a month later when I couldn't move my wrist at all and it required surgery with a bone graft to repair. I had super laid back parents but there were a few certain things that they were randomly crazy strict about. No gum. No play-doh. No cereal with sugar as one of the top 3 ingredients. No Simpsons. I had basically no rules growing up, but those 4 things would make them lose their goddamn minds. I still get anxious when I'm chewing gum and I'm 35. Vegetables. A little or a lot? That was my mom's response when I didn't want to eat them. I saw this as a parenting tactic so it tricks the child into thinking they're still making the decisions and calling the shots. The illusion of choice. A very popular and surprisingly effective psychological move. It gives them a feeling of control as well as making it seem like their own idea. My dad used to set up mine and my sister's easter egg hunts in such a way we followed written clues from place to place, as way to help us learn to read, until I was a young adult. I assume that was how all kids did easter egg hunts. Eating dinner as a family. At the table, I met so many people in college who thought that whole idea was absurd. My family did this too. And honestly I love my parents for doing that with me. I think it's so important. It was just normal in my world so it didn't bother me often. But also didn't really think much of it. Now I cherish that I've learned to do that. I cherish the memories. And how my family can just talk about things because of it. As a teacher, you can tell which kids don't spend that kind of quality time with their family. And it honestly can be so sad. I wasn't allowed to play in the living room as a child. If I played too loud in my room I was also whooped. My dad's golden rule was children are meant to be seen, not heard. As a result, I allow my children to play anywhere in the house, as loudly as they want, as long as they clean it up. Just the other day my son held a rock concert in the living room with his new toy guitar and amplifier. The music was terrible, but his smile made it worth it. No whistling. We had this rule growing up, because my mom can't whistle and it pissed her off that all of us can. Now that most of us are grown, we whistle whenever we want to, if she complains, the five of us whistling can drown her out. All I imagine right now is five people aggressively whistling at their moms. No soda. I didn't drink soda unless I was at a friend's because that was normally all they had. My parents were super healthy people so they mostly drank water, juice, tea and lemonade. Keep bread in the freezer. Apparently not a lot of people do that. I couldn't add the jokes in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song. My dad thought it was disrespectful. It's not really a house rule it's just a really odd one. Also when a parent says your name you have to reply coming not yet because they'll ignore it. Not so much a rule as a tradition. When dad got home from work, 
he would immediately change into PJs, and that was our time to do the same if desired. Watching TV shows where someone would drop in by surprise, and the parents would just welcome them in. Seemed like some Hollywood BS to me, like the mother who never left the kitchen. I come from a large family, anytime we'd order pizza, we ordered a few different kinds because, obviously, there were different preferences. Any leftovers were left in their respective boxes and placed in the oven. I did that when I lived with a couple of roommates and of course their reaction was, I just burned this box. Why was this in the ducking oven? My father never let us talk around the dinner table. Once when I was 15 I asked everyone around the table how they were doing and how their day was. My dad got up angrily after hurriedly finishing his meal and said, I can't stand people talking around a meal. If I wanted to talk to you I would. We finished our meal in silence. I wasn't allowed in my parents room. At all. Not even to use their shower if the whole bath was occupied and we were going to be late. Whoa. You made it to the end, you're a ducking beast, I'll cut you a deal, smash like and subscribe for more curated content bruh, it's free and that's a great price.